Good evening. I'm Rodney Hom. And I'm Dr. Kathleen McCarthy. Welcome to our podcast. Midnight Balloon. A light journey into darkness. Our fifth episode is entitled Not Today, Satan. In this episode, we'll discuss how to nip demon possession in the bud. What what is that? What's what? Oh everyone, this is John Bell, our new sound engineer. Say hello to our listeners. Hello, listeners. John. Did you did you hear that scratching noise? Scratching? No, I got no scratching in my headphones. Okay. Rodney, do you have any personal stories about demon possession? I do. I once lived in L.A. in a beautiful old Spanish-style apartment, which was connected to another apartment by a laundry room. And a new tenant had moved in. And that's where we met. I was standing there, shirtless as a new tenant spoke to me and there was a spark after many weeks he decided he wanted us to visit a mission together i remember we went on a sunny day and the grass was green it was romantic but still i had always kept my distance and i didn't know why when we drove up there on the horizon was the spanish mission we walked into a chapel together the chapel had a high ceiling with wooden beams that made the skeleton of a gable roof. There was a crucifix and an altar. I turned to look for Timothy, but he wasn't there. Instead of looking for him, I sat down on a dark wooden pew and I looked at the crucifix. Suddenly, I was filled with a feeling of an enormous amount of love. It was extraordinary and beautiful, but I thought this is not me. So I asked, "Who is this?" And on the inside, a voice answered, "I'm Timothy's mother." I said, "What can I do for you?" She said, "I want you to promise to take care of Timothy." I didn't know what she meant, but I I never make a promise I can't understand and and with regret, I politely said, "I couldn't." And without malice, I felt her leave. I didn't tell Timothy what happened. I thought it would be rude. His mother had died when he was 12, and it had left a huge hole in his heart. What happened next? You never talked to him about it? I got an art director job at an ad agency in Phoenix to work on the Diamondbacks baseball team. Because I was leaving, I thought I should confess to him his mother's message. I asked if he wanted to hear it. He did. So I shared it with him. He listened intently. I was looking at his face for signs of insult, and there was none. He simply said, "Tell her I'm okay." I asked if he believed me, and he said, "Yes." A few weeks later, I learned he was a meth addict. You didn't know he was a meth addict? I had no idea. He looked fantastic. Women would come to him out of nowhere and give him their number. Wow. So, what did he have to say about all this? Surely he made some comment to you after you told him or maybe he told you something about his mother? No. Nothing. Have you heard from him since? No. So, was she a demon or just a friendly ghost? It was her beautiful spirit. But that visitation opened up 
a darker door. Ah, just like we talked about in our episode about ghosts, that there is a price to pay for seeing ghosts. Because when you open that door, other things can come in. So Rodney, what else came in? Eight years later, I visited Jerome, Arizona alone. The town is the most romantic spot in the state. It's an abandoned copper mining town atop a mountain, which you arrive at by circling the mountain on your way up like a spiraling corkscrew. I stayed that night at the base of the mountain at a kind of large chain motel. The motel felt haunted, and I was the only one staying there that night. Creepy. Yes, when I woke up the next morning, I was angry, I was sad, I was upset, I couldn't understand why. But it wasn't me. And as I drove away from that haunted motel, the feeling began to melt away. And I realized that that feeling I had was not me. It was something else inside me making me feel anger. And I told whatever what was inside of me to leave. And it did. I have closed that door ever since. I have not told anyone this story until now. Rodney, how did you know it wasn't you? What? I mean, why do you think it was something else inside of you? Before, when Timothy's mother was inside me, I knew that feeling wasn't me. And this time again, that feeling of hate or anger was not me. Do you hear that? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. John. John. Do you hear that? Um, maybe. Wait. It's gone. Back to Jerome, which is an abandoned mining town in one of the most haunted towns in the country. So, Ronnie, what do you think was in you? Was it feminine or masculine? Was it a ghost of an old miner or a demon? (laughs) Well, it was neither masculine nor feminine, and I could never know for sure if it was a spirit or a demon. So when you drove away, you said it faded away and you shut that door. Yes, yes. Well, I've personally never been possessed by a demon, (laughs) Oh, Oh, are you feeling all right? Oh, I'm just over the flu. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, Now, I do not have any personal stories about demon possession, thank God. In fact, anything to do with the devil makes me very uncomfortable. Mm. I'm from South Jersey, where I grew up listening to stories about the Jersey devil, and I have developed a healthy fear of anything devil-related. And what is the Jersey devil? I was eight when I was told the legend. In 1735, a self-proclaimed witch named Jane Leeds found out she was pregnant with her 13th child. She was so distraught that she put a curse on the baby, telling everyone that it would be born a devil. Well, the baby was born normal, but it immediately changed into a devil-like creature with hooves, Mm. a goat's head, fat wings, Mm. and a devil's tail. Mm, My kind of baby. It killed the midwife flew up the chimney and escaped into the Pine Barrens, where it continues to live and feed on local children. So was this something your parents told you at bedtime? (laughs) I'm not sure where I heard it, but everyone knew about it. Even New Jersey's hockey team is named the Jersey Devils. Well, that is a bit of interesting trivia. Let's go back to when you drove away from the motel in Jerome, because this interests me. You mean the place where I had the dark spirit inside me? Yes. So, Ronnie, that thing that was inside of you... What if it didn't go through that door? What if it's been lying dormant, just waiting for the right time, the right opportunity? Oh, that's the most uh, inopportune time. I'll I'll be right back. Just, um, Just record your thoughts on the Vanity Fair article while I answer the door. 
In the 2016 Vanity Fair article entitled The Devil and Father Amorth, written by William Friedkin, he followed this Father Amorth, who is the official Vatican exorcist, to an actual exorcism where he fought to expel Satan from an Italian woman named Rosa. In fact, the 1973 movie The Exorcist was based on Father Amorth, who once said that of the 100 people who seek his help, only one to two at the most may be possessed. Hello? Hello. The possession of Rosa started because her brother's girlfriend, who is a witch and a member of a powerful demonic cult, put a curse on her. What really struck me about the article is that Father Amorth and the devil have a conversation as they fight for control of the woman's body and soul. Nobody was there. Why would you think someone was there? Because someone just rang the doorbell. I didn't hear anything. I was, I was wondering why you got up. John, did you hear the doorbell ring? I did, and I didn't. Okay, uh, let's continue. Wouldn't it be chilling if something did just come in through that door? In a 2016 Vanity Fair article entitled The Devil and Father Amorth, written by William Friedkin, he followed this Father Amorth, who is the official Vatican exorcist, to an actual exorcism where he fought to expel Satan. Why are you... Why are you saying that? You're speaking in tongues. What are you saying? Rodney, stop it. Seriously, you don't hear that garbled sound in the headset? Cut it out. Okay, that's it. I'm out of here. Crap. Oh my God. The doors are locked. They won't budge. What the? John, help me. Kathleen, sit down. Do you mind if I go? We need to talk. What is it? Do you mind... If I let it speak. Who is it? Kathleen, help me. Let's go. Help me. It's got me. Rodney? Rodney, I think that you are trying to scare me, and I do not appreciate it. However, on the off chance that there is truly something that has taken over my friend's body, I want you, Mr. It, to know that I am going to fight you, and I will do whatever it takes to get my friend back. Is, is everything okay? I mean, is there any history of mental illness in either of your families we should know about? Never mind. Ronnie, are you in there? are you? Confess. I have nothing to confess. Confess. Kathy, if you have a secret, just tell it. Um, when I was an eight-year-old girl, I was terrified of the Jersey Devil. Tell him. I saw a poster in the library. <sighs> the poster offered a reward for the capture, dead or alive, of the Jersey Devil. Tell me. What no one knows except for me and you is what I did next. <laughs> Not giving in that easily. Tough luck on you, demon. It ain't for nothing I sat through all those Catholic masses. In the words of Father Amorth, 
Exorcio Deo Immundissimus Spiritus. Confess. Try this on for side. Recidi in nomine patris. Confess. Receive, 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 note. Confess. Rodney, you've got to fight it. Break free. I know, Mr. Demon. I don't think Latin phrases have any effect on him. <laughs> I John! Oh my god! You hit the wall so hard! John, are you alright? Oh my god, he's barely breathing. We need a priest. <sighs> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Demon, they will be done. I know that you can hear my thoughts, because I can hear your thoughts as well. I'm going to kill your friends. I can't decide. Do I use my new thumbs to gouge out her eyes, or do I chew off his head with your teeth? You know, she's far more interesting than me. Kathy is a doctor, so by taking over her body, you'll immediately gain access to all her knowledge of the human anatomy. She's great at suturing, and she could probably help you sew all your victim's skins together in the most interesting ways. Take possession of her body and not mine. <laughs> she must invite me in. I didn't invite you in. In Jerome, in a dark hotel, I entered the door. An open door. Is an open invitation. Noted. But deliver us from evil. I will leave. You, you will? Confess to me. I was just a kid and I, I wanted something. Confess. I was just being stupid. Tell me. I was just a kid. I wanted something more than anything else in the world. I don't trust you to keep your word. Tell me. I said... Then I would give my soul to the devil for a, a Barbie dream house. Say the words, say the words. I said, devil possess me. <laughs> I'm free. My body's mine again. Kathy, thank you. I can't believe you saved me. Kathy. 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 Is that you sitting across from me? What the? Ronnie, where am I? Where are the... No one can hear you in your head but me. I can hear your thoughts too. Oh my God, Rodney. You tricked it into me. When I get out of here, I'm going to kill you. Kathy, I know you can hear me, but I can't hear you. You have to convince the demon to leave you for someone better. Bless you. Kathy... I need you to stay calm and listen to me. You have to convince the demon to leave you for someone more interesting, more intelligent, or more beautiful. Uh, wait, why settle for just one soul when you can have thousands? There are thousands of listeners out there right now. Brilliant, beautiful, perfect specimens. And you can have them all. 
This is a podcast. Thousands of people listen to this. Like the flu, you can pass it on by infecting them through the podcast. Kathy, I remember something. Can you figure out its name? If you do, ask it to leave by name. Demon, what is your name? I'll give you three guesses. I can hear your thoughts, so think about your name. Tell me your name. Never go on read my mind if you dare. I'm tired of these games, bitch. Your new name is Not Today, Satan. Be gone. You okay, Kathy? I cannot believe that you let that thing take possession of me. What is wrong with you? I did it to help you, Kathy, and it worked, didn't it? (sighs) Don't you try to put the spin on selling me out to a friggin' demon. By the way, Chinese people have a shaman to tell the spirit or demon to get out, which is what I did. No Latin needed. Hmm. Did you call me a bitch earlier? Did you try to pass the demon on to someone else like I told you to? Uh, I don't remember. It just, um, vanished. Well... I'm sorry for tricking the demon out of me into you. My heart was in the right place. Eh, it's okay. I know that. Can you ever forgive me? Absolutely. Still friends? Always. Something about demon possession makes me really hungry. Maybe it wasn't a demon. Maybe it was a hungry ghost. Tired Chinese. Why those two choices? Those are the only places that have those little temples behind the cash register to keep away the bad spirits. Pod Thai it is. I think... We're forgetting something. Why is the sound guy bleeding on my white bed? Sleeping in the job is a really bad way to start. Oh, John was knocked out by the demon. Do a short sign-off, Kathy. I'll wake him up. The takeaway is never open that door. John, wake up. Can you hear me? I quit. You can't think of one reason to stay? You know she made a deal with the devil. Yes. And money does follow such a deal. Feel better? Help me up. By the way, your left ear is bleeding. Huh? A lot. Oh, ew. Uh, say, isn't she a doctor? Oh, yeah. No problem. Press this pillow against your mouth. Why? Because this is going to hurt. Rodney, sign off. Our next episode is entitled The Blue Kiss of Psychics. To listen to more episodes, go to MidnightBalloon.com. Come on, John. I can suture that ear back together in the car. You still there? Yes. You. I'm going to follow you home. <laughs> Open your mouth. Ha 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 ha.